Moncrief on News Talk. 35 years ago this month, a 747 bound for New York exploded in midair over the town of Lockerbie in Scotland. 270 people lost their lives, including 11 people in the town. The psychological scars of that still remain. John Dower is director of a new documentary available to watch on Sky and Now TV. It's called Lockerbie. John, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Sean. Uh, Now, I know, I suppose everybody automatically thinks about the people on the plane. Could you talk to us a little bit about the 11 people in Lockerbie who lost lost their lives? Uh, And for them, that was, I suppose, even more horrific to the residents of the town because a part of the town just seemed to disappear. Yeah, I mean, I think when we set out to make this, we were we were very conscious of the effect that it had on a whole community. You know, Lockerbie is a relatively small village, you know, um, not far from the border with England. Um, and as 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 one of our contributors, one of the residents in the film talks about only really known for having a very good chip shop before this event. Um so when we set out to make it, we were very conscious that that we wanted to, in in as sensitively a way as possible, is 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 try and give a sense of, you know, I mean, the event is almost indescribable, and you can see from the archive in, in, in the series, you know, just what an effect it had on the town, and we didn't actually focus so much on the eleven residents killed, and 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 the reason for that is. As part of the way we wanted to approach this sensitively is at the time, I'm afraid that the the relatives of those eleven victims killed on the ground were treated appallingly by our um um some elements of our press and they were hounded and you know people jumped over fences and so we were very respectful to not do the same thing. Mm. So we built relationships with other people who I mean, you know, there's a there's a relative from um, uh, whose husband was on the flight, and she talks about what are known as the ladies of Lockerbie, and 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 what they did is they took it upon themselves to piece together all the clothing that was found, all the teddy bears, all the books, and clean them and restore them and make sure that they went back to those people who lost lost their their loved ones on the plane and you know this this um, american relative victoria cummock her husband john was on the plane you know says that lockerbie you know they taught the world a lesson in humanity and i think that was we wanted to focus on some of those elements and not sensationalize what had happened to those um on the ground in lockerbie because you know as you can see from the footage a huge crater was left in, in in one particular street, and that's where the eleven residents die. So in this series, in terms of that, we just there's a respectful moment where we show the the, the memorial, but we 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 very definitely didn't set out to to pursue the relatives of those killed on the ground. Sure. We we speak okay. we speak to a lot of the surrounding population, and if anyone gets a chance to watch this series, and obviously I would implore them as the director of it, but I would implore them anyway because i think that town really did teach the world a lesson in humanity and 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 i did an interview with their local paper recently and 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 the journalist said well what message would you have 
to people in Lockerbie who might watch this. And my message was be proud because your reaction in the face of something absolutely horrific was extraordinary. And, you know, it's even now, 35 years later, you know, we, we spoke to one farmer who with his, with his father, they found a, a three-year-old toddler in their field and, you know, he talks about how he, he's now only able really to talk about it properly. You know, yeah. that, that shows the scale of the, the trauma and the devastation. Yeah. So uh, did you get a very strong sense that the trauma is still very much there? It's active in people's minds who remember it, I suppose. Yes. And actually, you know, I was slightly taken aback by that, but maybe I shouldn't have been given the size of the event. And I think... You know, I think, you know, yourselves, what the news cycle is like, you know, we move on, you know, mm. to the, you know, to the next thing. But these people, all of them, the people on the ground, the people who um, had relatives on the flight, even, you know, even I spoke to the, you know, I spoke to the head of the FBI investigation who, who dedicated his life to it. And he doesn't need to, we didn't actually put this in the film, actually. Um, um, but he told us he became quite ill. Um, he, he's written about this before, so he wouldn't mind me sharing that. He became quite ill because he lived this story for so long. And, you know, even as a filmmaker, listen, I'm not comparing myself to what happened to any of these, but 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 making this film for the last year, it sort of gets under your skin, it gets into your bones. Mm -hmm. And 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 for, for people who, you know, were there and were on the ground and saw things that they can't unsee, you know, that trauma is still really there and, and really, really quite palpable when, when, when you speak to people 35 years later. And I guess one shouldn't be surprised, but I was still, I don't think, I mean, you know, I've made a lot of documentaries in my time. I don't think I've ever made something where I've been this astounded by the, the, the level of grief, but also, these sort of ongoing acts of kindness, I think we all cling on to that, particularly in this yeah. day and age. There's, yeah. not much, there's not much to be, uh, to, to get it, you know, to be thankful for. But, you know, I, I think our series shows that the relationships that were built between the people, you know, the people in Lockerbie and the uh, people across the Atlantic who didn't know each other. And these relationships still, if, if you watch our series and you get to episode four, there's an extraordinary moment between two sets of different people that that give you gives you some hope but yeah otherwise the the anger is still there and, and, and that's part of the story because I think particularly for some of the relatives um of, of victims on the plane they still don't feel they know the whole story yeah particularly of course uh Jim Swire whose daughter died on the plane and from that point on seemed to have almost made it a career trying to unearth what the truth is. And he Jim, doesn't. He doesn't believe that that uh, um, the people who were convicted actually did it at all. No, Jim is. As I say, I've been making documentaries for you know over twenty years. It's it's an absolute privilege to be able to walk into people's lives and they tell you their stories. Jim is one of the most extraordinary men I've ever met. You know, he was he was essentially a GP. You know, at the time, and he just did not believe he was being told the whole story and he set about i mean talk about making it his career he he actually lost his actual career because he dedicated so much time to to trying to what he believes 
to still uncover the truth. I mean, I don't think I'm giving too much away if you haven't watched the series, but he, you know, he, yeah, I mean, he manages to go and meet Gaddafi in Libya, you know, on his own steam. And, 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 you know, by doing all of these things, he actually lost his job as a GP. Um, so, and he continued, you know, he's 87. I mean, the, one of the, you know, some of the feedback I've had from people who've watched the film, you know, I've had people send messages on Twitter and, and, and they all mention Jim Swire. They're just like, what an extraordinary character. And he became, you know, when we set out to make this film, there's a lot of characters in this series, you know, it's, it's, it's four one hours, but Jim somehow became the sort of moral ballast of the whole thing, the sort of framework for, for the story, because even today at 87, he will, he will not let let this lie, and it's it's um, it's kind of it was kind of humbling interviewing him and being in his presence. Yeah, he maintains he knows he did it. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> he and I respect that. I mean, we it's 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 such a complicated story. Listen, I I do have a sort of I remember Lockerbie vividly. Um, one of the reasons I remember vividly, I was a teenager at the time, but my mother um, had a work colleague on the flight. So obviously it was, you know, a very present event in our household. And also I grew up in a Scottish household. My mum is from Glasgow. My father was from Aberdeen. I then went to Glasgow University. So, you know, I felt I knew this story. But when the executive producer, Nancy Strang, came to me with it, I said, well, I know that story. And then when I started digging into it, I was I was taken aback by just how much I didn't know. And it is one of the most complex stories out there. And we've tried to try to realize that on screen. But Jim, I mean, you know, there's one point where me and Jim, we do have, I mean, we're still, you know, we, we still have a great relationship. But the, the, the we have a bit of a spat on camera in 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 the, the final episode. And and I have to defer to him because I do not know the story in the complexity in the way he does. And and you know, it it's 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 taken another twist only a year ago. I mean, me and my producer were were literally, I know that's a word that gets overused, but we were literally in Lockerbie driving out to our guest house and it and it came on the news that there'd been a new development and they they'd arrested a fresh suspect. So yeah, Jim. Jim is convinced that the wrong people were convicted. I think if you if you watch the series, there's a lot of merit in that argument. There's a yeah. lot of merit in that argument. And you did mention all these many many acts of kindness. Um, Jim Swire also has a story about uh, being allowed to see his his daughter. Yeah, that's that was a that was a that's a you know that's quite a difficult moment in the film where he goes to. Um, he goes to identify his daughter again. This shows the the scale of the devastation on you know wreaked on a small town in that they were having to use the town hall as a temporary mortuary, and then they run out. They ran out of room, so they then used the the, the ice rink at the leisure centre the, 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 at Lockerbie, um, and and Jim drove up there. Um, and Jim, if if you. If you if you watch it, you'll you'll get a very sense of Jim. He's 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 a lovely, gentle man, but he's he's very much a man that doesn't take no for an answer. But he he was yeah. There's there's an incredibly moving moment where he talks about being allowed to see his daughter, and he gets very upset because 
he, he talks about an act of kindness there about the, the person that allowed that to happen. He said, you know, you, you know, he can't, he can't communicate how much that meant to him. Yeah. The name of that uh, documentary is uh, Lockerbie. Uh, you can, uh, it's available to watch now on Sky Documentaries and Now TV. John Dower is the director. John, thank you very much. Pleasure. Pleasure. Thank you. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.